Veterinary Financial Podcast, where we discuss financial freedom and whole life success. I'm Meredith Jones, an emergency vet in D.C. And I'm Phil Zeltzman, a board-certified small animal surgeon in Pennsylvania. Today is a special episode. We're celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Veterinary Financial Podcast, and we have some important updates to share. So before we start, some really cool stats. This is our 14th episode of the podcast. We amazingly have people listening to us in 54 countries. And besides the U.S., the top five are Canada, Australia, the U.K., India, and Sweden, which is amazing to us. So thank you for listening to our voices. And uh, well over 4,000 people have listened to the podcast since we started a year ago. This episode marks a transition with both the Veterinary Financial Summit and this podcast. Phil is stepping down from his executive role with Vet Financial Summit to focus on his surgery practices and other projects. He will continue to host his group for the Vet Financial Mastermind and write some blogs for the website. And you may also see him at a future meeting as a speaker or facilitator. So thank you, Meredith. Uh, This was really a very, very difficult decision for me. Like many in a profession, I used to take working beyond overtime as a badge of honor, which I've realized is really silly. You know, even several days ago, and maybe I should not say that when people listen to me in 54 countries, uh, but it was 3 p.m. and I realized I had not had a drop of water, I had not eaten lunch, I had not gone to the bathroom, and I was still in surgery. And this is how many of us live, and then we wonder why we burn out. So I had to make several very big decisions last year, and one of them is to step down from being the co-host of the podcast and co-leading the summit. But we found way better than me. So Willie is our guest today, and Willie uh, is going to take over for me. Willie Vidot is joining the Vet Financial Summit leadership team as a partner, and he will be the new co-host of the Veterinary Financial Podcast along with me. Willie is a board-certified lab animal veterinarian, co-founder and president of Veterinarians for Puerto Rico, and a huge money nerd. Willie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you know we always read short bios because we would rather hear directly from you and our guests. So can you please tell us more about your career so far? So as many uh, veterinarians, I wanted to be a vet as a kid. And um, I pursued that career. I went to undergrad, uh, still was focused on being a vet, got into vet school. I went to Tuskegee University, graduated there in 2014. I did a rotating internship, not knowing what exactly I knew I wanted to specialize, but I didn't know in what. At that point, I decided I wanted to be a lab animal vet. So I applied for residencies. I got into a residency up in Missouri. I was there for uh, three years, and after my residency, I worked two years at University of Florida, and finally, I am here at Western University as the attending veterinarian. So, Willie, you're not from New Jersey. It's not a New Jersey accent, is it? 
<laughs> no, um, it's uh, I'm from Puerto Rico, so my my first language is uh, Spanish. Got it. And so Western University in in uh, Pomona, California. Okay, remember. Yeah, sorry, I have to, I have to specify it. I know there's other universities that even have a vet school called Western University. So, so yeah, Western University in Pomona, California. Um, one of the reasons I'm here is my wife is also a veterinarian and she's doing a dermatology residency over here. So, Willie, can you tell us more about your nonprofit? I would love to. It's always exciting for me to talk about my nonprofit, but unfortunately, I speak so much about it that I feel like it gets out of subject. But it's called Veterinarians for Puerto Rico. Started off in 2017 when Puerto Rico got hit by uh, Hurricane Maria. It was just an idea to help. You know, I, I, we knew uh, everybody was going to help the humans. So as veterinarians, we wanted to help animals. And I'm saying as veterinarians because I had a colleague that co-founded the nonprofit with me. We started the nonprofit and I thought it was just going to be a quick response after the hurricane. But here we are in 2022 and I still go down to Puerto Rico to do mostly spay and neuter events and massive vaccination clinics at low cost. So I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about how Willie and I met, because I, I think it says a lot about him. He actually reached out to me in, it was, it was July 2020, right, Willie? That's correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and he, he told me about how he's really passionate about personal finance, and he had, had just joined the Debt-Free Vets Facebook group. And he had said, if there's any way I can be more involved in the group, please let me know. And it turned out that uh, my friend Chris Bidwell, who has been a moderator of the group from the beginning, he had suggested that we add another moderator because the group had gotten so large and everyone was stressed out. We were working both ER during COVID, and so he had suggested adding another moderator. And so it was perfect timing. So that's how I got to know Willie. Yep. I had been reading quite a bit, hearing a lot of podcasts, and I was just, I found myself helping other veterinarians with their personal finances. So by joining the Debt Free Vets group, I got really excited and hence thought, hey, I should reach out to one of the moderators and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So Willie, Meredith said you're a huge money nerd. Can you tell us more about how you became interested in personal finance? So from 2010 to 2018, I was in vet school, then internship, then residency. Hence, I lived pretty frugally, made minimal money. And then all of a sudden, 2018, I became a clinical vet and started making money. And at that point, I was living with my wife. She was also a vet. So it was like, oh my God, we have so much money now. <laughs> what do I do with it? But that said, we also had $400,000 in debt, uh, me and my wife together. So uh, again, just sitting down and think about, okay, what are we going to do? Do we pay off debt? Do we start saving for retirement? Hence, I started reading, focus more on the, on the debt part, on the student loan debt part. So I started reading about that, trying to learn about student debt. And then from there, I also started focusing on my finances as far as retirement. And yeah, it's just been since, again, since 2018, I paid off my car in 2019. And that was the 
only other loan I had and just been trying to save as much as I can and learn a little bit more about my student debt and my wife's student debt as well. And so, Willie, what has been your experience in the financial education space so far? Yeah, I guess I omitted that part in all of this. You know, after reading and, and listening to podcasts and whatnot, I found myself talking about the subject fairly constant. So people just started reaching out, even people from the debt-free vets that know me, they'll be like, hey, you've been answering a lot of questions through the group. Can you help me out with this? And so my main focus was, yeah, I could, you know, let's talk about finances. And I usually just share what I'm doing. I'm not sure if I'm doing the correct thing. I, I It feels like I am after speaking to uh, financial advisors. So I just show them, I'm an open book. So I show them what I'm doing. And as far as the depth component to it, you know, there's definitely resources that could help out. Like the VIN student debt calculator, it's an amazing resource that could help you with figuring out what's the best path to take with your student loans. So kind of helping veterinarians navigate that. Another thing that I've enjoyed recently is contract negotiation. As a lab animal vet, I review journals, papers, and even write them myself. So I kind of enjoy looking at contracts and kind of dissecting them down and letting people know like, hey, you should clarify this with your employer. Or from what I'm seeing, the salary is kind of low or, you know, it's some minor details like that and just bring it up to them. So, you know, now I have seen plenty of contracts, so I feel very confident in helping people kind of navigate those. Yeah, I remember something that you said when uh, you were on the interview with Isaiah for the Veterinarian Success Podcast, you were talking about contracts and you said, if there's a number, then it's probably negotiable. Yeah, except for dates or page numbers. Uh, yeah, everything else is negotiable. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to hit on practice owners. I just want veterinarians to feel happy of what, what they're signing on. You know, some people actually don't even care about the salary that much. They just care about the time off or whatnot. And if that's what you care about, just just go ahead and ask for it. What's the worst that could happen? Them say no and go back to the original contract. So, so that has been my thought process. And again, as a lab animal vet, I tend to do a huge kind of summary page for everybody so that they can just read it and digest it easier. And so, Willie, you have done some lectures on contracts and negotiation so far. Were those for vet students or for vets or both? Uh, vet students. I've done two contract negotiation lectures for vet students. I've also done, which you participated on, actually. Uh, we did kind of a personal finance session at Western University, which was pretty cool. I was for faculty members and we had eight speakers come up and discuss different subjects. And, you know, those are the kind of things that I'm hoping we can uh, do through uh, the financial summit through the year. So, Phil, I've got a question for you. Do you have any advice for Willie as he's stepping into this leadership role with Vet Financial Summit? Oh, I don't think Willie needs advice. Willie, you'll discover that we, not to brag, but I think we build a fantastic community. 
you know, when we started, we had this grand vision and dreams that we would only have nice people who are generous and altruistic and don't complain in every single post in our Facebook page. And amazingly, this is exactly what happened. There's many communities, and we're not here to name names, where there's a lot of toxicity and negativity, which is very unfortunate because we're both passionate about the profession. We think it's a fantastic profession. And we've managed to create a happy community in spite of the financial difficulties we face. And, and we've already mentioned a few, student debt, low income, uh, not always great contracts or working situations. But yeah, I, I love our community. The, the people within it are wonderful. It's unfortunate that we had the brilliant idea of launching that in the middle of a gigantic pandemic. So we've never met most of them. Ironically, it's been a blessing in disguise because it's allowed colleagues uh, to join us internationally, you know, South Africa, the UK, et cetera, et cetera. So it's allowed us to broaden our audience. And we've met remotely some wonderful people. It certainly is an amazing community. And the Veterinary Financial Summit, the 2021 Veterinary Financial Summit, which I was able to be part of, was awesome. Uh, I wish everybody could participate on it. And, you know, even for vet students, there was a depth component to it, which is extremely important for them to understand. And then for, for associates, you know, with, there was a lot of contract negotiation. Uh, there was two of them, um, which was pretty fun for me to attend. We, uh, you guys had the travel hacking, which is something that I love to do and could talk about for hours. So, so it was such an exciting summit to attend. And you both did a great job with making it very interactive and had a great platform for it. Well, thank you. We're only facilitators for great speakers. <laughs> so, Willie, what are you most excited about with joining the Vet Financial Summit leadership team now? I'm very excited to get more exposure to financial education. I have been thinking about writing blogs, speaking, now becoming a podcast host, which is super exciting. <laughs> but... I'm very excited to go out there to get more exposure, you know, let's say going to vet schools or talking to practices or whatnot, and hopefully help those veterinarians with their personal finances, uh, student debt issues, and, and again, even uh, contract negotiations. The platform is such an amazing thing that you have created that I'm hoping that I could help out and hopefully make our profession uh better profession to be on and for the well-being of all of our colleagues. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what this is all about. So um, thank you for stepping in and stepping up. I think you'll find that it's a great community where we can hopefully raise the bar of financial education to help people reach their goals. We're very excited about the future of the summit and the podcast. We're going to continue, of course, our monthly interviews on this podcast. We're also planning on doing some more lives, whether on Facebook or Instagram. And you may see us uh, doing more webinars or in-person sessions. Yeah, I'm excited for that, um, for, for both components, the in-person and the social media 
webinars. Um, it's always, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's been a, a goal of mine to provide more uh, financial literacy content. So we're looking forward to a great 2022 with the Veterinary Financial Summit and also this podcast. We have hosted two very successful virtual summits, and we are looking forward to hosting the 2022 virtual summit this fall. We look forward to sharing more opportunities to connect and learn more about personal finance and practice finance as we move into 2022. If you're as excited as I am about the content we'll be producing this year, go to FedFinancialSummit.com and subscribe to our email list. Until next time, take care and continue your path to financial success. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a legal or financial professional before making any investment decisions.